In this episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about what netminder would make a good number one goalie for the Washington Capitals. I think we can all agree that it's going to be Vitek Vanacek or Ilya Samsonov as number two, but who's going to get that starting job? We'll talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check that out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition, first of all, let's get going and talk about what happened uh, last night, uh, Sunday night, that is, um, where the Colorado Avalanche finally take down the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, uh, you know, I got to be honest with you, when I was watching that game and when I was watching that series, I was thinking to myself, okay, Colorado is ahead now in the series. But then all of a sudden, Tampa Bay kind of snuck in there a little bit. And I'm like, I know what's going on here. Tampa Bay is playing with the Avalanche kind of like a cat plays with a mouse. They're going to kind of just mess with them a little bit here to see, you know, make them think that they actually have a chance and then close the trap on them. But alas, that wasn't meant to be this year. As it turns out, uh, the Avalanche were able to win the Stanley Cup, and I'm very proud of them for doing that. I'm not an Avalanche fan per se, but I'm not a fan of one team winning the Cup or any major sporting uh, championship year after year. It was a very fun and exciting uh, Stanley Cup to watch, to be sure. And, uh, you know, just good for the Colorado Avalanche to win that game and win the Stanley Cup Um because it had been some time for them before since the last time they had won it, so uh, good on them. So in this episode, it kind of ties into what I'm talking about, free agency. What netminder are the Washington Capitals going to target in free agency? There are some big names out there, and I think that the Washington Capitals really have to sort of swing for the fences and get that big name number one netminder. Like I talked about in the intro of the show, they have Vanacek and Samsonov. Who is going to be the number one? So to start off the list, maybe a name you've heard of. Maybe you saw him play more more recently here, and that's Darcy Kemper. Yes, Darcy Kemper, the goalie of the Stanley Cup winning Colorado Avalanche, is a free agent, an unrestricted free agent. In the athletic, they write here, goalies are voodoo, so projecting them is always a bad idea. It was just last year that the Colorado Avalanche's Vesna finalist signed a $6 million per over six years. We saw what happened next. I'm a lot more confident that Darcy Kemper is better now than Philip Grubauer was last year. But confidence in goaltending gets you almost nowhere. Based on his projected value, a deal around $6 million is fair for now. But that doesn't include aging, something I haven't yet worked on for goaltenders. At age 31, there's a real risk there, especially for six reasons. Although it does seem like netminders have a longer shelf life and You know, Darcy Kemper uh, is a name that's been around the league for some time. I remember him playing for the Wild, and I think 
geez, I think he, I remember him playing on the Coyotes if memory serves at one point, but you know, he was a, a netminder that, uh, you know, was always considered, you know, I would say a pretty good netminder. I'd never really considered him an elite level goaltender, but I would say that a lot changed uh, when I was watching this uh, Stanley Cup run here. I think that he played very well. And um, I think that, uh, you know, I think the Capitals would be lucky to get someone like um, a Darcy Kemper on their team. If they can get the same Darcy Kemper that they had this last year, that is. Um, so a lot remains to be seen there um, and where he goes. I mean, you got to think that uh, the Avalanche are probably going to do everything they can do to try to lock him up. But if there is a chance that the Capitals could get Kemper, I say all in. Kemper has had elite starter potential since 2017-18 when he put up exceptional numbers with the Kings. But it took a while for him to truly realize it thanks mostly to injuries. His first year in Colorado is where he finally was able to prove his worth, and he had exceptional season, saving 16 goals above expected, thanks to a .921 save percentage. The former marked ranked fifth in the league, and since 2017-18, Kemper actually ranks fourth in the league in goals, saved above expected. It's for that reason that he is one of the highest-rated goalies but at the end of the day, he's a goalie. Take everything with a grain of salt. He's probably a top 10 goalie, and that's probably worth the cost of acquisition, but probably isn't worth much at this position. So, you know, like I say, it's always sample size here and there. So a lot remains to be seen about Darcy Kemper and where, you know, he fits in. Uh, should the Capitals go all in on a goalie? that, uh, you know, he had a really great season this season. But, you know, according to this article, they have considered him an elite-level goaltender for some time. I, for one, have not always considered him um, a number uh, one or elite-level goaltender out there. The next one out there is a bit interesting, too, is uh, Ville Husso of the Blues. And another really great candidate, I think, uh, for the Washington Capitals. I think that, uh, you know, he had a great run with the Blues this year. But I think that, you know, there's some questions abound as to where he fits in with the Blues' future. Huso's rookie season left a lot to be desired, but he was nothing short of remarkable in his sophomore season, eventually stealing the job from Jordan Bennington. I'm sure you guys have probably heard that name around a time or two. He eventually faltered in the playoffs and lost his job, a trajectory that reminds me of Grubauer in Washington. He ended up being a pretty strong starter in Colorado, and the same can be true for Huso in another city, assuming he doesn't return to St. Louis. And Grubauer is getting a lot of shade cast his way. Um, you know, he he did have some really great potential with the Washington Capitals, if you think back to that 2018 season. You know, there was a real question mark out there. Who should the Capitals go with at the time? Should they have gone with Holtby or Grubauer? Ultimately, the Capitals went all in on Braden Holtby, but I still think that uh, Grubauer has a higher ceiling uh, than what he has shown so far. I think that, you know, he's proven that he can be a great goalie. And, you know, at the time when I saw the Avalanche go all in on Kemper and they kind of um, moved on from uh, Grubauer and uh, I, I thought to myself, why did they do that? You know, I know that Grubauer ended up going out to Seattle and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, why didn't they, they why didn't they protect him, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But, uh, you know, he went out to Seattle and, uh, you know, it's it's kind of a mess out in Seattle right now. It is definitely not a blueprint or a template of how the Vegas Golden Knights have done things. But, uh, you know, I still think uh, that there is a spot for uh, Philip Grubauer in the National Hockey League, uh, as they're talking about here. But could Huso, could he be 
a good option for the Washington Capitals. There aren't many starter caliber goalies available in free agency, but Huso definitely has the potential to be one. After a strong second season, he now ranks 19th among goalies uh, in the projected GSVA per game. And part of the reason he's so low is due to his small sample size. If he can continue what he showed last season, he can be or show a real chance to climb the ranks so there's a lot of questions that abound. You know, is is he a, a potential fit for the Washington Capitals? Um, there's just uh, so many questions out there. I do think that the Capitals need to step up and find that elite level goaltender who so only played 40 games, which is hardly enough to go for a goalie. But at that time, he ranked seventh in the league with 13 goals saved above expected, earning a .919 save percentage in the process. He dipped a bit close out the season and didn't have a strong playoffs, but the foundation is there for Huso to take the reins somewhere and be some team's answer. It's a risky gambit given his short resume, but it's a worthy one given last year's performance. He's projected to get the same deal Linus Allmark got last year, and he likely has a higher upside than Allmark did at this time. And, uh, you know, just taking a look at it, I think that he would be a good candidate for the Washington Capitals. Is he going to be the right netminder to take that uh, number one spot for the Washington Capitals? You know, that is remains to be seen here. Um, but after the break here, we are going to continue about some of the big name free agent goalies out there. This is the silly season after all. So we are just kind of pontificating and throwing it at the wall and see if it sticks. Because ultimately, now is when the rubber meets the road. The Stanley Cup is over. Um, if you're on Twitter, I would turn on your notifications to an Elliot Friedman, a Darren Dreger, something like that, because I do think that you're going to see a lot of moves going on around the league between now and the free agency deadline. So it is an exciting time of year. All right. So after the break, we will continue to talk about some of the big name free agent goalies out there. But first, betonline.net is the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and major league baseball bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information including live betting esports and scores and betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores podcasts and news this season betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events including mma boxing and golf head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action Bet online where the game starts. Right. Welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. Like, like I'm talking about, this is the silly season. What big name netminder are the Washington Capitals going to pick up? Uh, like I've talked about uh, throughout this summer, I ultimately think the Capitals will go uh, with Sam Sonoff or Vanacek in net as a number two. But who's going to be that number one netminder? Another big name out there is Jack Campbell from the Maple Leafs. Uh, this is all a report that was on The Athletic and, uh, you know, just some big names that are out there. Jack Campbell has immaculate vibes and that alone can help boost a team's fortunes. But interested teams have to ask themselves what kind of goalie he can be. Is he a starter that can reasonably be relied on uh, in the postseason or is he a platoon goalie? that you can pray catches fire. If that's the former, he's a below average one. If it's the latter, he's an above average one. That creates a difficult question. What about exactly, how much should they pay this guy? 
Um, so Jack Campbell, I got to say, is a bit of a question mark. Um, you know, you saw how he played this last year. I don't think the Capitals need a maybe. I don't think the Capitals should move, move on from a Samsonov um, Vanacek tandem, unless it's an upgrade. I know what's easy to do out there now is to make change for change sake, but I think that that is the wrong thought process. You know, you take a look at someone like Jack Campbell. Is that an upgrade? You know, like they said in the article here, hope he catches fire. Hope. You know, the Capitals are beyond hope now. They they know what they have. They need someone to, that, you know, is going to be a definite upgrade. When Campbell is on, he's on. His start to the season last year was exceptional, and it looked like the Leafs finally found an answer net. What happened afterward left a lot to be desired and a lot of money on the table. The evolving hockey projection is basically, well, you're a starting goalie contract, and it's hard not to see the deal leading to a lot of regret. Campbell's safe percentage was solved last season, sure, but that was behind a Leafs team that limited quality chances as well. His goal saved above expected was 23rd worst in the league. So, you know, I'm just kind of going down a list of some big name goalies. I got to say, my gut reaction is I think that the Capitals should probably not go with him, Let's shall we say. I don't think the Capitals need any question marks at this point. I think they're looking for answers. I don't think that they want a maybe at this point. If they're going to go with a maybe, they may as well just stick with a Vanacek Samsonov um, tandem there. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, that tandem got the Washington Capitals 100 points. They don't need to go all in on a goalie that's a quote-unquote maybe. So I think that the the Capitals should probably uh, ultimately move down from that. So then the next guy that's on this list, um, these are just the names on the list that stand out to me, is Braden Holpe. And, uh, you know, this is for the Washington Capitals fans that liked Braden Holpe and what he did in 2018. I don't know if it's necessarily the Braden Holpe of old, but nonetheless, obviously not the same goalie he once was. It's been five years since Holpe has posted a .915 save percentage, but last season felt like a renaissance before he got injured. He still has some game and could be a decent 1B, especially as a mentor to a young starting, still figuring out how to be the guy unless he decides to retire. And I don't think that Braden Holpe is going to retire. I don't think, geez, you know, when you think about this, I must be really getting old. I remember when he first came uh, into the league and was on the Washington Capitals. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. And uh, I just remember the excitement that surrounded him on the team. You know, Braden Holpe was a name that, you know, all of a sudden I heard he got called up. I think it was because of injury. Um, and uh, I didn't know what to expect. But right away when I saw him play, I said, that guy has something. He uh, he was just kind of on fire when he first came up when he was a young goalie. And, uh, you know, he would just kind of his uh, projection and trajectory just was through the roof. I think the secret sauce for Braden Holpe is when he was paired with Mitch Korn, the goalie whisperer. I think that's when you really saw his career catch fire and take off to the next level. Uh, but can we get that Braden Holpe back? Is Does he still have something in the tank? You know, this is something that we hear about all the time, that this Washington Capitals team wants to get younger and younger and younger. Do they want to bring back an older goalie? I know that, you know, if you're a Capitals fan, your memories right away go to the quote-unquote the save moment. But are there going to be a lot of the save moments left in Braden Holpe's future? I guess that remains to be seen, doesn't it? But uh, it is still a viable option out there. 
as to which direction the Washington Capitals want to go. Uh, but I think that they do need to swing for the fences and go for a Darcy Kemper, go for a Huso, go for someone like that. All right, so after the break, we are going to continue to talk about the big-name free agent goalies on the market. I think the Capitals need to be all in on one of them. Who will it be? We'll talk about that next. Hello and welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. In this edition, we are talking about free agent netminders. Who should the Washington Capitals go with? You know, like we've talked about all summer, we know what we have in and Samsonov and Vanacek. You know, if one of those guys moves on, I know they're both RFAs. I do not see the Washington Capitals keeping both of them. So if they do move on from one of them, it is perceived and in my opinion will be the number two netminder for the Washington Capitals. Who is going to be the starter? Who is going to be the guy to go to? Who's going to be the Braden Holtby of 2018 where you don't really have to think about who's going to be starting in net? So many questions remain to be answered. Um, so just taking a look on some of the other big names out there. There's Martin Jones out there. There's Thomas Grice. And then the one that's been linked to the Capitals quite often, um, is Mark Andre Fleury, and you know I, I gotta say I th- I have to say that something major is going to have to happen for the Capitals and the Mark Andre Fleury camp to join forces. I just you know like I say I'm having a real hard time seeing that happening. I'm all in on it. Don't get me wrong. I do think that Mark Andre Fleury is kind of what we talked about. You know they're looking for that veteran netminder. I know I've talked about that, but he's getting a bit on the older side as well. So my thoughts on Mark Andre Fleury are. If he, A, will agree to do it, that's the big thing. And B, can we get him at a reliable and cheap rate and with not a lot of term to it? Because, you know, he is, you know, getting older. And I don't know if we want to go all in on a netminder that's, you know, getting, you know, quite a bit older. Uh, My goalie projections are not age adjusted and take into account his last five years with the most recent two being weighed the heaviest. That's important to know for Marc-Andre Fleury, who is entering his age 38 season and is coming off a particularly poor year where he allowed 11 goals more than expected. He did not turn things around a bit with the Wild, but even when he was only average and not nearly as high as the model was around him. Um, so, you know, he did have that brief uh, uh, great play with the Wild, I gotta say. Um, but ultimately, it was interesting. When the rubber met the road for the Minnesota Wild, they chose to go with Cam Talbot, I think that's a bit telling, isn't it? The guy who won the Vezna in 2021 is still in there um, as that season wasn't too long ago, but it's very possible that last year was a sign of things to come given his age. There is plenty of risk involved with turning to Flurry to be your team's answer net, especially if there isn't a solid backup plan behind him. And let's face it, there's an okay backup plan, but uh, you know, there was always that feeling like, well, it's Sam Sonoff. Uh, he lost the last game or Vanacek last, you know, there was never that feeling of confidence with our netminders last season. It all depends on how much term he asked for and what his price is, but something that stars with a four is probably fine. Given the goalie market this season, it's not like teams have many options anyway. Flurry is relatively safe given his pedigree, but the red flag of advanced age looms large. And you know, that kind of, I guess, um, 
You can kind of talk about that with Braden Holpe as well. That's one of the things. I think that the goal of the Washington Capitals have to go with one of these younger netminders, uh, see who's so on the blues, uh, something like that. Um, I would also be in on a Darcy Kemper, something, you know, but can they get someone like that? I mean, you got, let's get, let's cut to brass tacks here to get Darcy Kemper on the Washington Capitals. You're going to have to pay the King's ransom. I mean, he just won a Stanley cup for Colorado. I don't think they're just going to be giving him away. So, but if, you know, the Capitals could do something to get uh, Darcy Kemper on the team, of course I would be all in on something like that. Um, you know, and those are just the free agents. Of course, there's always trades that could be made. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a free agent. It could, you know, those were just the free agents I was talking about. Ultimately, the Capitals could try to bundle together a deal uh, and get a, a goalie that's under contract. Because just, you know, looking at that brief list that I, I read over on The Athletic there is that those are some of the big names out there. But there's, you know, there's not a lot of diamonds in the rough out there, I got to be honest with you. And uh, I think the Capitals are looking for that, that they, they need that big name, number one netminder um, to, to do the job for them. Because, I mean, if there's not an upgrade, then I guess you start the season with Sam Sonoff and Vanacek, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because just making change for change sake is foolish, if you ask me. Um, so I guess there's a lot of questions about on what the Washington Capitals plan to do in the future here. But in any case, what I think they need to do is I don't think they need to make any hasty decisions. I don't know if Brian McClellan has a couple deals in the can, you know, that he's just waiting on to pull the trigger. Maybe he's already been in talks with a bunch of other GMs and we just don't know about it. Like McClellan, like a lot of other GMs likes to keep his cards close to the vest. But, you know, I got to think, you know, as you know, I'm a, a, a big Capitals fan, of course is that they do make that move because I just, as a, as a fan looking at next season, if it's Sam Sonoff and Vanacek in net, you know, I, I'm just having a hard time feeling optimistic about it. I got to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, I, again, I don't want them to make change just to throw change at it and go, there, we changed it. So it's got to be better. It's got to be a good upgrade. What do the Washington Capitals have in Hershey? They have Fukale. They have uh, Ben Shepard. You know, they got other guys in the pipeline. There's Phoenix Copley and Clay Stevenson. The, you know, the pipeline for the Washington Capitals net mining situation, you know, it's pretty good, I got to say. And uh, But those are a lot about futures. I think that, uh, excuse me, Hunter Shepard, um, I think that... Um, I think that, uh, you know, I think he's a bit of a ways out there. Of course, Clay Stevenson is a bit of a ways out there. But, I, you know, you take a look at a Phoenix Copley, you kind of know what you have in him. Um you know, he's a player that, you know, I think that we kind of know what we have in him. But the more I talk to different guys that cover the Bears, they say he had kind of a standout season. Is it possible that Phoenix Copley could be a viable uh, number two option? So many questions abound, but even a bigger question out there. And I know that this isn't one that's talked, spoke of often, is the number three netminder. If you want to take a look at the Pittsburgh Penguins, they went with Louis Domingue in the playoffs and you got to think to yourself that wasn't going according to script so I think that you know the Washington Capitals are wise to have that really great uh, goalie depth um, because you know if you're in the playoffs and you're number one and number two get injured it does happen again take a look at Pittsburgh you better be prepared Otherwise, you're going to be facing, you know, what a lot of other teams have faced. And, you know, Louis Deming, who was eating, you know, spicy chicken and broccoli, you know, before the game, not thinking he was going to play, all got thrust into action. You know, so that's what the Capitals need. They still need that, you know, number one and still with their eyes at a decent number three. I ultimately am not too worried about the number three. I think they have that covered with Fukale and with um, 
Phoenix Copley. Uh, again, like I said, I, uh, Hunter Shepard is a bit a ways out, I think. All right, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. This is just kind of the fun time of the season to kind of just sit back and, and talk about what could be because that, until they pull the trigger on a goalie and they pick up that big name netminder, which I'm crossing my fingers they will do. It's all speculation at this point, but who would you want to see on the Washington Capitals? This is the number one netminder. Message me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. Or you can hit me up on the show Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. I want to hear from you fans. Who do you think should be the number one netminder? If you think it's Sam Sonoff and Vanacek, fine. I just want to know what the fans out there think, the fans of the Washington Capitals, who would you like to see be the number one netminder? Uh, let me know. All right. Once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, and I'll talk to you guys again next time.